The Holy Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. In those days, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness of Judea, proclaiming, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is the one of whom the prophet Isaiah spoke when he said, The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Now John wore clothing of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist and his food was locust and wild honey. Then the people of Jerusalem and all Judea were going out to him, and all the region along the Jordan, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, he said to them, you brood of wipers who warned you to flee from the wrath to come, Bear fruit worthy of repentance. Do not presume to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our ancestors. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now, the ax is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance, but one whose but the one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I'm not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and will gather his wheat into the granary, and, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Christ. The words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our refuge, our salvation, and our redeemer. Amen. Amen. This morning, I'm not going to put you on the spot. If you remember, on the first Sunday of Advent, pretty much I was speaking on the theme of being ready. Ready, 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 because the last verse in the Gospel lesson in Matthew says, Be ready, therefore the Son of Man is coming in an unexpected hour. And today, again in that Matthew's Gospel, you see a different voice crying out in the wilderness saying, Prepare the way of the Lord, prepare, for the Lord is coming. So when we speak of ready, you know, without preparation, you cannot be ready. There is nothing like impromptu, you know, for everything, you're super, super ready. Uh, in America, I think there are no surprises. You say it's a surprise, but everybody knows what is going to happen. So when we talk about ready, already you're prepared. So today we have to reflect what exactly John the Baptist is trying to tell us? How different is his preparation? Because as we all are ready for this season, we have put up the decorations in the house, like whatever we need to do, we, are, we have started doing. But according to John the Baptist, what does he mean when he says, prepare, the Lord is coming? 
And he doesn't just end prepare, prepare, and just leave people like wondering what it is to prepare, but rather he says, prepare means you have to repent. It's easy. Preparing, you just have to repent. Because he kind of like encapsulates or puts it in a capsule, his message. John the Baptist's message is just simple. It is just repent and confess. The kingdom of God is near and you are already there if you do these two things. The word repent has confused many Christians, damaged many people because they think it has some connection to judgment or maybe it makes you feel that you're guilty, you're unworthy, uh, you're damned into some bad place if you don't repent. There is also a theology, they say, you turn or you burn. So this really freaks out many Christians. So we are caught up in the middle thinking, what exactly is this repentance? But it's not that bad as we think, especially when we reflect from this context, from John's Gospel, from Matthew 3, 1 to 12 verses. Last week, I was driving up to Global Foods because we get a lot of Indian groceries there. When I was going, I just saw a van uh, in front of me, a minivan. It had a bumper sticker of yoga symbol on it. You know, a lotus flower. so I was just looking at that and just behind that car. And then very next to that bumper sticker, there was this namaste sign. You know, in India, we greet people with namaste. And right next to that, that really freaked me out, like, was like instant karma. I know of karma, but not instant karma, okay? So I was thinking like, then immediately I had to get, I actually want to see who is driving the car now. Is it really Indian? Because putting all this Indian stuff, because coming from India, like now I've done religious study on Hinduism. So I was, I never heard of this instant karma. What is this? So I saw it was an American driving, whatever. I went home, then I had to sit in the net and Google like, no, what is this instant karma? There's nothing like instant karma. There's only karma according to Hinduism. So people come up with a lot of misinterpretations, misconstituted concepts, so you shouldn't get carried away. The repent, what John is talking here is, it is God's desire to realign yourself into Christ's life, to put you back into Christ's life. It is strong desire of God. And the power is such that when you repent, God has that power and control over you that it just transforms your guilt. It is not that guilt is overpowering, but when God begins to act in your life, it is that power that just transcends and transforms in you that you ultimately become into the image of God. That is what God is desiring. He created us in his image, and we are just turning and going away. So when you repent, it is just you're going back to God's presence. And I think John the Baptist's voice from the wilderness is is a reminder for the Israelites to think of the memory they had with the wilderness. Wilderness, when 
they were just going through a lot like it was just god all through with them in the 40 years of struggles showing his compassion his mercy you know like how it was with them to deal and the relationship with god in the wilderness so when john is giving his voice from the wilderness the israelites can immediately identify what john means when he's talking about repentance repentance for any israelite is just turn just return to god just return to god return to god and to his presence nothing big and more you have to magnify and think oh i'm so unworthy something only then i can go no for any israelite it's just returning to god's presence and coming to the new testament understanding of repentance is metanoia i've heard this over and over again this word but 49 times this word has been mentioned in new testament and the meaning of this word in greek is just missing the mark just missing the mark which means you are not trying to get into that fold of holiness or getting into that path of perfection you are just missing to get there metanoia is change of mind thinking in new way thinking differently acting differently and opening to the new possibilities it's quite startling when you read the book of um, when you reflect today's lesson from isaiah it says the wolf and the lamb will live together do you think it's going to happen who is going to be more fearful there and the kid and the leopard probably kid may not realize about the leopard but still there is a danger there these are things isaiah is envisioning i'm saying you have to be open to the possibilities isaiah is not talking about the renewal here but he's talking about the new creation it's a new it, it, it's a new dynamic in the visibility of seeing things how you see things a new possibility so you have to be open to the new possibility that is god is going to create in you through you but that can happen only when you have that repentant mind change of mind changing yourself to do something and to be open to the possibilities in your life a dynamic shift in visibility did you ever think that you will have an indian pastor in your church that's a dynamic shift in visibility possibilities will happen you just have to believe new creation new earth and new heaven god has promised and it has been happening and we are seeing that in your times in our times so repentance it's change opening to the new possibilities that god has already secured and created and opened that for us and he doesn't just end with the repent but when you repent also you confess which means you become a new identity you acquire you become new in christ you're dead and you're new in christ you're buried to sin and you're alive in christ i was reading one illustration probably it will be apt to say that hunters have have this uh, habit or practice of catching monkeys what they do is they would 
put a small hole in a coconut and put it on the tree. So inside the coconut, they will put uh, some treat, some sweet treat, you know. So monkeys get attracted to that. They go put their hand inside. They try to take it, but they cannot release their hand. They, because the hole is so small, once you put your hand inside, you, when, when you hold on to it, you cannot release your hand. But if you leave the thing inside, you can release your hand. But the monkey would never do that, right? It just wanted to keep things in his hand, in their hand, and don't want to let go. So w the message of John the Baptist is, in our lives, if you really want to repent and you want to change, then you have to let go some things which is keeping you away from God. Sin is something like, you know, when you're holding on to it, you cannot truly experience the joy. So when you let go, when you release what you're holding on to, then you can truly experience the freedom. Albert Einstein says this beautifully, when you are facing a problem, that you have created, it is not somebody's creation. If you, have, if you are trying to solve a problem which you have created, you cannot resolve or you cannot bring out a solution with your own understanding or with your own mind. You have to find a counter technique to combat or to find a solution for that problem. As human beings, what we are doing is we create and we try to find solution with our own wisdom, with our own power, not relying and depending on God. But God says, you just leave everything and come to me, return to my presence, just repent and I will take care of you. So today, as John the Baptist, it's so weird to see that he's wearing uh, uh, like so much of austerity in his uh, um, living style, so simple and so honest. And it may be harsh to see him what he's eating, the dress he's wearing, the tone may be different, but it conveys a powerful message in, an Indian, in our context today. Because we are going after things, not, there's no simplicity, everything is so expensive, we want very bombardic, very magnificent lifestyle, but he is actually on the contrast showing us how it has to be if you really want to experience the joy, uh, the love of God in your lives. He is helping us to look at a bigger picture than what we are looking today. So as we are preparing ourselves during this Advent season with the ready and prepare and third Sunday, we have another theme coming up. Let us prepare our hearts and minds that we, with the repentant minds, that we would get closer to God to experience the full fellowship in our lives and in our families. May God bless these words, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.